Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qual, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQualsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Questions, comments, direct those to social media or email. All the links can be found at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. Interesting article from Forbes. First up on today's show, PPP loan forgiveness may not be tax-free for everyone. Let's dig into this. Let's talk about what PPP was. It was the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, Businesses of all sizes, single owner-operators, multinational corporations, I assume. I don't think it really ruled out. Well, I guess some of the larger businesses got ruled out. But if you had a small business, medium-sized business, and you were affected by the pandemic, part of Trump's original stimulus package gave uh, basically money to small businesses to make payroll and other business obligations to help them stay afloat. This money came from the government to business owners, and it was understood that, hey, this is not really income, so it's not going to count as taxation. Let's see what uh, Forbes has to say about it. The Paycheck Protection Program was designed to help small businesses keep their doors open, employees paid during the coronavirus pandemic. It was likely a huge factor in helping our economy stay afloat throughout the second half of 2020. I don't know about that one. Uh, hindsight's always 2020. I don't know if it helped our economy stay afloat. It probably did boost the economy somewhat because people got money they weren't expecting and didn't have to tighten their belt quite as uh, stringent as they probably would have had otherwise. As most people know, loans from the PPP program were also available in waves, the first with the initial PPP offering, and then with the second. So there's two different rounds of the payroll protection program. Ultimately, the program will end uh, very soon. ends this year, about the middle of the year, which means businesses will still have a few weeks to apply through a private lender. While easy loan approval, <coughs> excuse me, pr- approval is always a good thing, the PPP program came with the added benefit of loan forgiveness. If you met certain stipulations, you use the money like you were supposed to. The PPP payroll protection uh, plan loan was forgivable. You didn't have to pay any interest. You didn't have to make any payments. It was just wiped away, gone. You got to keep the money. So businesses had to show that they were, they made payroll. They used it to own rent. Uh, other required expenses, specifically 60% of loan proceeds had to be used for payroll. That was on the first round. With the second round, loan proceeds were for eight to 24 week period. The same requirements for forgiveness. I mean, you had to use it on payroll. And you had to use it on eligible expenses. 60% had to go to payroll. And if you didn't meet those things, you didn't meet those rules for the use of the money, your loan may not be forgivable. Businesses who were able to meet these obligations had all of their debts, or not all their debts, all their PPP debt forgiven, with no income taxes due on these amounts. According to a CPA and vice president of special projects at First Internet Bank, the original intent of Congress with the passing of the uh, Consolidated Appropriations Act for 2021 was that forgiven PPP loans would be tax-free at the federal level, which is a departure from the way federal debt is normally treated. Congress also intended that expense paid for the PPP was also deductible. So what is what that's saying is 
You get the PPP loan. I'm tired of saying peace. You get the payroll protection loan. You use it appropriately. Uh, you don't pay interest. You don't pay it back. It's just forgiven. And you had to make payroll for those. Ex- for, with that money, you could deduct those expenses. So it's kind of a double whammy. It's a double benefit for business owners. I don't know if that's how it's going to shake out. So for federal income purposes, the loan is both excluded from income and the expenses paid by the payroll protection plan. Proceeds are deductible. Uh, but you got to watch out for state taxes on PPP loans. We don't live in a state where we have state income taxes, but some businesses may operate in other states. Your state may still force you to pay income taxes on your forgiven amounts, and that's going to affect different states. Uh, so you got California, Florida, uh, Hawaii, Minnesota, Nevada, lots of different places are going to have state income taxes on the loan forgiveness amount. And what that means is, Let's say you got a $50,000 payroll protection loan. It was forgiven. You're supposed to pay, basically report that $50,000 as income and you pay tax on it. Uh, not at the federal level, it doesn't sound like, but maybe at the state level. While PPP loans were created to help businesses stay afloat, you got to account for some of the things. So that was kind of the hiccup in the article, right? They were trying to convince us. They were kind of bait and switch us into the thinking, that, oh, wait. You may have to pay tax on the amount. But I think an interesting point, uh, besides it kind of baiting us into and letting us know that some states are going to tax the forgivable amount, is I was unaware of this. Uh, that sounds too good to be true. You know, we've had Kevin Sizemore CPA on the show of Taylor Road, Helen Welch. We actually talked about this fact. As I don't remember this from the discussion. So you get the loan. It's forgiven. You don't count limit as income. You don't pay any, any tax on the forgiven amount. And then you have to pay payroll with the money you received. and You get to write that off. That sounds a little too good to be true, right? You get free money and you get to expense it too. Let's think about how that works. You get $50,000 in forgivable payroll protection loans. You use that $50,000 to make payroll. You don't claim the income. You just expense $50,000. So it's actually going to save you a lot more money because you're expensing, uh, you're expensing things without having to show income. So typically, if you think about it, you do you sell fifty thousand dollars of widgets. You cost you fifty thousand dollars of labor to produce those widgets, which would be a terrible business model. But making it easy here, uh, you got fifty thousand dollars in sales. You got fifty thousand dollars in payroll. Then you show no profit, essentially, in that simple, overly simplified example. But if we take the PPP loan into account, let's say we sell $50,000 of widgets, we get $50,000 in uh, payroll protection loans, that, that's $100,000 of inflow, we still have $50,000 of um, payroll. So our, bal- our, our income statement still shows a profit of zero, but we got this $50,000 extra. Because we didn't have to claim the loan as income, it was forgiven, and we don't pay any sort of tax here in Tennessee uh, as far as state goes. Federal doesn't count it. That's where it gets a little murky to me. I'm not sure that's exact, exactly how it's going to work. But we'll keep you updated right here on Financial Coaching Radio. More on the way. We'll be talking about some changes coming to 529 plans. We'll talk about one of the most important questions every investor needs to ask. But right after this short break, we'll be talking to you that this person wanted to come on the show. And you know, from time to time, I have interesting guests, guests that, that kind of make the show more fun or 
uh, we t- I have guests that you know we get really down in the weeds and talk about things like estate planning or taxes or insurance planning on top of our normal everyday financial planning topics. But this lady, her name is Ashley Cash. She is a resume writer. She is an interview and salary negotiation coach, and she helps people find jobs where they earn $100,000 or more. So with a name like Ashley Cash, you cannot pass up putting her on Financial Coaching Radio. So she's up next right after this short break. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. I'm Jason Qualls. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to JasonQualsCFP.com or call 878-2134 today. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio, the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. I'm Jason Wall, certified financial planner. Joining in now is my special guest, Ashley Cash. Ashley, welcome to Financial Coaching Radio. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, so uh, in the segment before, I kind of gave a little bit of info about what you do, and I, but I want to hear it in your words. Tell the listeners what your specialty is and how you got into uh, it's a very, very unique career path that you're on here. Yeah, absolutely. So the most simple way I can say it is I teach my clients how to nail interviews and negotiate the big bucks. Basically, I help people get hired and get paid. That's awesome. So everyone that they have, a, if they're in the path of looking for a job, or maybe they're wanting to change jobs, make a, a, an upward move. That's something that I, I would say that there's a skill set you got to have to make sure you're, 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 you're getting all that you deserve. Absolutely. Um, and negotiation, right, is, is, it happens beyond the negotiation table. Um, I have a three-year-old who I try not to negotiate with, right? <laughs> but, but I use my negotiation skills, you know, as a mom. Um, I, we negotiate in our house uh, with my husband in terms of who's doing what and when. So uh, negotiations are something that we have every day, even if we don't call them that. So I'm out there, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about making a job move, and I've, maybe I've been with the same employer 5, 10, 15 years, maybe more, and I really haven't dusted off my resume in a while. So what are the, some of the biggest mishaps or missteps you see in people doing a job search? Because you know, the world has changed. 20 years ago, how you found a job, certainly 30 years ago, is not how you find a job or find a true career, a high-paying career as it is now. Absolutely. So the first thing I'd say is, if you are someone who um, has been in, you know, with the same company or a similar role for, like you said, a decade or more, uh, and you're ready now to either transition into something better or maybe uh, move on from that company, 
I would seriously give some consideration into hiring a resume writer. And that's not a shameless plug for me, although I would be happy to help you. Um, But like Jason was saying, right, we don't necessarily learn how to write resumes in school. Um, It's not something that we learn on the job. And so if you're targeting um, a high paying or high profile job, or even with a high profile company, uh, having a resume where you invest in a professional who knows how to help you get past those applicant tracking systems, right? When you apply online, that software that's sort of ingesting and reading through all the resumes, um, a professional resume writer is someone that's going to help with that. But so is that what happens? So you fill out the like, information? No, I, you know, I've got writing skills. I think I can do it. I think the first thing to do would be to, one, identify a very specific job target. Okay. I don't necessarily need a job description, but I need a job target. So saying like, oh, I'm just going to put myself out there and see what sticks or, you know, I'm just kind of open-minded to anything I can get. That's not going to help you get very far. Okay. You want to be as targeted and specific in your resume as possible because hiring managers, you know, regardless of the job or income level, they're not going to say this, but they're looking for experts, right? They want to know that you know you know, whatever it is you're looking to do, and they're not necessarily looking for a Jack or Jill of all trades. So the more specific you can be in terms of what you're looking for, the more targeted and specific your resume is going to be. Well, I think that's that's the, the hard thing, right? Do people come to you that often? Obviously, people can see value, at least I hope they do, in hiring a professional to write a resume. And, and I'll come back to this question. I want to go back to something you said earlier. So th- these software, when you make these online job applications, whether it's you know it's it's a a small company or a large company, if they're using types of software, they're actually computers or I guess some type of algorithm is scanning these resumes for keywords and kicking out a majority of them. You got it. You hit the nail on the head. That is the perfect way to explain the applicant tracking system. Sometimes you'll hear it referred to as ATS. But that's exactly it. And there's kind of a couple of reasons why companies do that. One, uh, if, if it's a company that's getting a high volume of resumes or applications, um, it obviously is a time saver for them. They have software that is searching for keywords, phrases, years of experience, maybe certifications, right? They don't have to pay a human being to do that. They can easily sort of get a yes, no pile relatively quickly. The other thing that companies use is for um, is for to ensure that there's not a lot of bias in uh, a human being sort of creating that yes no pile, right? And bias could be from things like looking at the year you graduated college to you know someone's name to um, you know gender or assumptions about gender, all sorts of things. So that's that's kind of two main reasons why companies use that software. But you're absolutely right if you don't realize or don't know that the very first place uh, that your resume is going to end up when you apply for a job online is with software. Um, That's why I go so hard on being targeted and specific and not being general because that software is just saying, are you a match? Yes, no. Right. You haven't um, gotten to the point where a human being, you can talk to them and explain, you know, they get to know you a little bit better. Um, you're, You're really trying to sort of, I don't want to use the word impress, right but but more so get past software yeah play the system play the game get you know beat beat the system yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're just joining in, we're talking with Ashley Cash. She is a big-time job resume writer. She also helps people, uh, coaches people on, on salary negotiation and interviews and helps them find the career path that they actually 
will dream of or have dreamed of. And I have to ask you, you know, Ashley Cash, you, know, you, you help people in this. Uh, did you make that up or is that your real name? That is my real name. Uh, that's, a, that's awesome. I know, right? So funny quick story. Um, I was sharing with you a few minutes ago that I'm uh, from Tennessee, went to the University of Tennessee, where I met my husband. Um, and I went to UT because I wanted to marry a rich man. And uh, the best I could do was marry a guy with the last name Cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, my real name. Is is Johnny a distant relative out there somewhere? Yeah, Uncle Johnny. You mean Uncle Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Cash. AshleyNCash.com to reach out to her for all her services. So I go to you. You helped me put together this awesome resume. And you said something earlier. We need to very get very targeted at the job or career uh, or company that we want. Is that something that's very difficult to people say, hey, I want to work for this company. This is the role that I want. And this is how much I want to make. Um, you know, it's, it's split. I have some people that come to me and they are very, um, you know, they're already in the pocket, right? Maybe they've been working in, I don't know, digital marketing for years and years, and they're ready to sort of take the next step in their career, get into a level higher, maybe a new income bracket. And then you do have people who um, maybe have been working for a number of years, and like many of us um, have kind of done it all, right? Led a little bit, you know, led some projects here, worked on this, worked on that. They have a really you know, broad knowledge about a lot of things, um, but they kind of struggle to articulate or sort of narrow that down into how do I take all of that and move forward? And so that is, you know, especially if that's you and you're listening, that is, again, one of the beautiful things about working with a professional, because a lot of times I'll ask questions like, well, what do you want to be doing every day, right? Like, let's not think about title right now. Let's just think about what do you want your day-to-day to look like? What do you want your deliverables at the end of the week to look like? And so that, you know, kind of answering those questions helps um, people forget about, okay, these are all the things I have done and really focus on this is what I want to be doing. Share some success stories. Now, obviously, you may have to name businesses unless you, you want to, but what are some success stories? So people come to you and say, hey, please help me, and you got them, you know, this high-paying career they never thought they would ever achieve. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you two. Two quick ones. So my favorite, favorite, favorite of all time is I had a client come to me and she said, Ashley, ever since I got married in Hawaii, I've been dreaming about moving there um, and having a career there full time. Um, And that was five years ago is what she said to me. I'm like, gosh, you've been trying to move to Hawaii for five years. And so we worked together and she started out as a resume client. Um, and that's typically where uh, customers, our client, my clients start. Um, and then once she started getting interviews, she became an interview uh, client. And then by the time we got some authors, notice I said authors, uh, we worked on uh, negotiating uh, the highest salary she ever accepted in Hawaii. And I just love telling that story because um, it really is a dream realized for someone, you know, not just in their career or their income, but but truly this dream of, of moving to Hawaii. And so um, she did. She's still there. In fact, she's now moving on to her second role. We just uh, negotiated another offer for her. So that's probably my all-time favorite because, I mean, Hawaii. And well, then, what stands out with me there is, uh, yeah, I think people may be listening, hey, this is great. They could, she can help me get a job locally. But obviously you can help people get jobs anywhere in the country. Any, any, listen, anywhere in the country, you want remote, you want hybrid, you want flexible, 
Um, it really is about, again, right, going back to what we've been talking about from the beginning, let's just be targeted in what it is that we want. And it's a lot easier to go after, you know, that thing and come up with strategy around that than sort of being all over the place. Um, my second super quick story is I recently had a client who had been at her job literally her entire career, same company, moved around a little bit, and um, just felt like she just was overworked but underpaid. And I know people listening to this right now are probably like nodding, yes, that's me. Well, uh, she came to me and she said, the big thing for me that's important is I, I want to feel like I'm being compensated for what I bring to the table. And so, again, started out as a resume client, moved through sort of that succession of interview prep and salary negotiation. And so she went from earning um, 88K, which is an honest living, you know, don't get me wrong, to 125K, right? And for her, sort of that personal goal, that personal dream, was to hit six figures. So we obviously did a little better than six figures. And the one thing she said when it was all said and done, she goes, I can finally put my son in golf lessons. I've been telling him no for years, but now I can finally afford to do it. And that almost like brought me to tears as a mom, right? As a parent, um, just knowing, you know, when someone literally is working their butt off but can't afford to give their kids what they feel like they want their kids to have, and to know that I was a part of that, um, it really is the, why I do the work that I do. Well, that's awesome, because money is just a tool. It's a means to an end. Mm -hmm. you know, if you're trying to achieve money just for money's sake, then you're probably never going to find happiness. But if it has some significance behind it, I think that's that's powerful. Ashley Cash, ashleyincash.com. I know the question on people's minds is, you know, what is the process I got to go through to get started with you? What are the fees? What is the compensation structure for, for setting up something like this? Yeah, it's super easy. So you've already said it a couple of times, ashleyincash.com. Uh, if you want to just sort of get to know me a little bit better and see if our work style is a fit, you can go over to my website, ashleyincash.com. And you can actually uh, send me your resume. I'll take a look at it complimentary. I'll give you some feedback and a couple fixes that you can implement right away. No cost, no credit card, just literally upload your resume and send it to me. So that's a really, you know, risk-free way uh, to, to just, again, see if our work styles are fit. But if you're already listening and you're thinking, yeah, everything that Ashley's saying I need, um, you go over to my website, choose the service that works for you. Uh, our professional resume services start at $599 uh, and includes your cover letter. Uh, and a 45-minute strategy call with me. So lots of value packed into that. Um, and the process is simple. We do our strategy call, and then five days after that, I deliver a first draft. So the process couldn't be easier. Um, I make it simple for you, and um, there's tons of testimonials on the website. You can read more about some other client successes, but uh, I've made it really easy uh, for everyone. Well, Ashley, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the show and all your expertise in this matter. It's definitely a unique topic we have never discussed on Financial Coaching Radio. Well, thank you for having me. And I just want to say one kind of thing in closing. I know you're all about um, you know, financial freedom and helping people maximize their money. And one way to do that, guys, if you haven't connected the two is if you want to have more money for investments or family or whatever, maximizing your earning potential is one way to do that, right? So if you are not making as much money in your career as you could be because you're stuck in a job or overworked and underpaid, 
getting a new job, a better job, and bigger salary is one way to meet some of those goals. So, just in many sure cases, it's the easiest step because there's only if you want to save more, you either got to cut your expenses or make more. And this is America, and I think you offer a great service. Again, Ashley Cash, AshleyInCash.com. Ashley, thank you very much. We'll have to have you back again. Ooh. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. All right. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We're back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Financial Coaching Radio, the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell, certainly not peddling any live event tickets, financial products. I'll leave that to the other guys. I'm your host, as always, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Real quickly, let's get into some of the changes coming to college 529 savings plans. And I think one of, no, it didn't start out that way. And there was the Educational IRA, the ES, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that was around for a long time. UTMA accounts, UGMA accounts, all things that were being used to fund college tuition. And then the 529 broke out, and it had some limitations, but they've changed all that. I think the 529 plan, uh, savings plan for college, is pound per pound the best uh, college savings plan out there. Make sure you know what you're getting. Uh, Tennessee has its own plan. TennesseeStars.com, I think, is the website. Every state or most states have a plan. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> hacked up on the air <laughs> you want to make sure you're not going through a broker sold plan if you're working with a financial advisor and you're in a broker sold plan you're buying a shares b shares c share mutual funds and those plans you're getting ripped off uh the, the time frame for saving for college does not justify paying a sales charge or a commission to invest money in a 529 don't get uh taken advantage of by a sales hack so make sure you know what type of 529 plan you have Get a second opinion on it from a fee-only 
uh, independent certified financial planner. Uh, so what's the change? Well, a big change coming for non-parent-owned 529s uh, includes how contributions to education are treated from non-parental figures like grandparents. Today, 529 account balances owned by grandparents are not counted as an asset on the student financial aid form, but distributions to pay for education for the beneficiary are counted as untaxed student income. Untaxed student income can offset financial aid by 50%, meaning that a $5,000 distribution from a grandparent's 529 could reduce financial aid by $2,500. So what's changing? According to, according to savingforcollege.com, great website, by the way, check it out, savingforcollege.com, the updated financial aid form, the FAFSA form, does not require students to manually report a cash support, report a cash support. That means a 529 account opened by a grandparent, aunt, uncle, or family friend, and its distributions will not have any impact on need-based financial aid. College planning is not overly complex, but these are some nuances that you want to know. If you're going to college and you're trying to get financial aid, you know, it takes some some studying up. It takes working with your fee-only financial planner. Make sure you don't have any missteps, and uh, the right guidance will make all the difference in the world. Uh, but you know, keeping it simple. If you're a new parent, maybe you're starting late with a your, your old child, older child. Get started with the 529. Go to TennesseeStars.com. Need to have them on the show as well. All right, this is Jason Qualls. I am Financial Coaching Radio because I've been hosting this show. Appreciate you listening today. I'll be back at you right here on WGNS right after this short break. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to FinancialCoachingRadio.com is the place to listen to the show anytime, anywhere. Click on archives to get the long list of older shows. You can click on a button, you get a list of the newer shows. You got Spotify and iTunes, all the stuff. You can podcast the show. Uh, but catch it every weekday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS, the true Rutherford County station. Been at this for, man, the station's been here for years. Appreciate you tuning in to all the other shows and this one. Again, financialcoachingradio.com. Listen anytime, anywhere. Uh, I tell you all the time, and I told you earlier. You know, depending, it's it's every topic. I can't can I can't beat it into your head enough. 
if you're out there and you're you're working with your investments on your own, you're a do-it-yourselfer, you have hired a traditional financial salesperson slash advisor, and you don't really know how their business operates, how they're compensated, if they're really serving your best interest, or you just want to make sure everything is on the up and up with anything, whether you're starting out investing or you're late in life and it's estate and tax and retirement planning, get a second opinion from an independent fee-only certified financial planner and advisor who only works for you, is only paid by you and has a top credential in the business. CFP. Go to jasonqualscfp.com for more. jasonqualscfp.com. All right, I'm out of here for today. Appreciate you. Be back at you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. More local talk.